What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 8 of the Boys Podcast. Buddha is at the beach, so we're still not full strength. Like I said, we'll get there eventually. Delby's here, Carl's back, and this episode's going to be a little different. Topics be damned. We're talking about Madden 21, out on Xbox and PS4, August 28th. EA, you're welcome for the plug. Alrighty. Yep. Let's get started with the position that's going to cause a lot, a lot of the debate: the quarterback position. As we were talking before we came on the air here, some of these ratings I am just dumbfounded by for this Madden Twenty One game that we're all so foolishly going to buy and then dissect for the next year. And then with the uh, new consoles coming out, some people are going to buy twice. Me. <laughs> uh, okay, let's just get started with the top ten. Patrick Holmes, obviously, 99 club, going to be number one. Russell Wilson, number two, 97. I have no problem with that one, personally. Lamar Jackson at a 94. Yeah, I, I can see that. He does have 96 speed, though, at the quarterback position. Which is, like, the fifth highest rated You know, I'm, I'm going to throw something out here that people may not agree with. I think he's too high. I disagree 100%. 100%. All right, well, this is going to be a, a first talking point. Uh, so, y'all go ahead. Here's, he, here's my thing. I think the speed should be 99. Dude's quick. All right. But 94 for one really good year, for one really great year, don't get me wrong, and then another choke in the playoffs. So, I think 94 is the highest I would put him. Me personally, me personally, I would put him at 93, one spot down. I would, I would put him at 96. I think. I don't think he's better than Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes. No, I agree with what you're saying. Like he choked in the playoffs, of course, but dude literally just tore up the league last year, and with with running, but also with passing too, like. It, he has he has it both, and so I think ninety four is okay, but I think he could have been ninety five, ninety six. Um, I'll also add, and then I'll let Carl continue. Everyone's going to be using him. He's on the cover of the game. He's going to be using him. So he's going to be an ultimate team nightmare. Yep. Which I don't know if you know, but the MVP edition, if you pre-order, it, you get a bunch of ultimate steam stuff. You get like an eighty five overall Lamar right off the bat. Anyway, continue. Uh, okay, after the the top three younger guys, well, I, it's kind of crazy to me if Russell Wilson is still technically a younger guy. Yep. Yeah. You get to Breeze, Brady, and Rodgers at 93 for Breeze, 90 for Tom Brady, and 89 for Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's where we're going to have some issues. All right. Yes. Um, look, do I think he should be – look, he, he's not going to be above Breeze or Brady because – you're not going to be above Brady. Brady's Brady, and Breeze is still producing. But you mean to tell me that Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game, one of the best Madden quarterbacks to ever be in Madden, is not in the 90 club? Are you serious? I agree with you. That is an absolute joke. That's going to be a trending term on this podcast. Me using that word, that's going to be a trending term. I absolutely agree. There's no, there's no reason Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, he's not Brady as far as success. But at this point in their career, Aaron Rodgers is probably the better quarterback of the two. 
Agreed. And Brady had a down year last year. For understandable reasons, he didn't have an, really have an offense. But Aaron Rodgers should – I mean, Aaron Rodgers went to the NFC Championship. So with – and he got killed. But still, he's – Aaron Rodgers doesn't but honestly, really – I'd put Rodgers over Breeze also. I can actually see that in, in, a lot of t- in a lot of circles because Drew Brees doesn't throw the ball like he used to. He just – I don't really think he can at this no. point in his career. Uncle you Thomas Slant route God. Ooh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I tried to talk over it. I couldn't stop it. <laughs> uh, then you get to Matt Ryan at 87. Well, that's pretty fair. I mean, Matt Ryan is what Matt Ryan is going to be. You know, honestly, like, I see 87, and I think that's his ceiling because, I mean, let's be real. If you're playing at the Falcons on Madden 21 and you need a lot of yardage, and we'll, talk about, we'll, and we'll talk about this. One, two, three, throw, ball, aggressive catch, Julio. You're catching the ball 95% of the time. We'll talk about X-Factors here in a little bit, though. Yeah. Okay, and now we get to my biggest gripe on the list. Deshaun Watson at 86. Yeah, that's my almost cussed. Sorry. <laughs> that is some BS. No. Do you see him in the nineties though? That's a, that's a question. One hundred percent yes. I disagree. I think he should be. Eighty nine, ninety is where I would 80, put him. Eighty eight, eighty nine. That's what I agree with you, Carl. I don't see him quite cracking Brady at ninety. But at this point in their careers, I would think that Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson are fairly comparable Madden quarterbacks anyway. Yep. But if you're a franchise guy, Aaron Rodgers is going to last two years, and then he's yeah. going to be like 73. So also, Deshaun Watson is better than Matt Ryan right now. Yes. Three. Yes. All right, here we go, Delby. Here we go. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, both at 84 overall, and all of their all of their uh, ratings are very, very close across. Of course the board. they are. Of course they are. <laughs> God, I wish he was here. Delby, I'm gonna let you have the floor with this one, friend. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm not upset about the rankings. I think it's hilarious that we're the same because Buddha, and now that he's not here, I will I can actually talk about it. Um. He always says Dak Prescott's better than Carson Wentz, and this is just another thing to prove him wrong um, that that he's not. But I don't think Carson Wentz. Um, I'll be blatantly honest. Be, I don't think Carson Wentz should be too far in front of Dak, or I don't think Dak should be too far in front of Carson. But I, I think eighty four is a good um, start. I I think it's. I mean, considering the fact you have Garoppolo at 83, which just makes no sense to me. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can't put him in front of Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, 84, 85 is what I kind of thought it was going to be. But I'll be, I don't know. I like the ratings. Honestly, so. I'll be honest with you. I think I, I think him and Dak are too low. I could see if you bump Deshaun Watson up to an 88, I could definitely see Dak and Carson being. 86. 687. That's where they should be. I agree. You mean to tell <laughs> me... I, I can't put them in front of Deshaun Watson. I'm oh, no, no. I Look, can't, here's the thing, and I've said this before. Do you know... If anyone that has played franchise on Madden in the past couple years know this, do you know how hard it is to trade for a player on the Dallas Cowboys? It's impossible. It's impossible. So, look. Carson and Dak, 
are so similar. I ain't trying to start fights here. I've had enough of those on our Xbox parties, so we're. Um, I think they both should be 87s. I think I, I of course think Watson should be 89, 90, and I think Lamar is good where he's at, but I need to see another year before I up him into the 96, 97 ranges. Um, I think. Go ahead. Um, I think you can make a case. You have Russell Wilson at 97. I would put him at 98 personally. I agree. I do agree. He had an MVP um, type season last year. The he, fact that man's never won the MVP is a joke. <laughs> yes. That he's right above Drew Brees, who's also never won an MVP. Which is surprising. Like, how do you throw for 5,000 yards four times in a year and not win MVP? Yeah, no. The thing is with Russell Wilson is that he quietly puts up an MVP caliber season. Like yeah. every year. I think, Carl, I, I of course know you'll remember this, but you remember that throw to Tyler Lockett? Yes, I remember that throw to Tyler Lockett. It was ridiculous. I lost a fantasy game because of that throw to Tyler Lockett. <laughs> um, but, yeah, good points. Um, yeah, Mahomes kind of starts and ends the number one overall list. 99 overall. The man just got potentially half of a billion dollars, but we've talked about that. Russell Wilson, 97, should be a 98. Hard to argue with him. Uh, Lamar at ni- Lamar at 90- 94. Personally, like I said, I could see him lower, but I would have put him at 95 myself. But then again, but of course, then again, then again, what do I know? Oh, wait, EA doesn't know how to rank players to save their lives. Um, let me let me add something to that really quick, Biggie. You guys want so I can. Um, I was looking at the list and. The bottom two really, really stuck out to me. First, Cam Newton has a 78. That is just – I know he hasn't played. He didn't play last year. Just don't even get but, me started. <laughs> but he shouldn't be a 78, and I and I hate it. That's just – this Cam slander is – I know it makes you mad, Biggie, too. But yeah, And also Josh mad. Allen having a 99 throw power yeah. makes zero sense to me whatsoever. Like, and zero. Yep. So I Josh just Allen, quick. and I know I like him, but he can't hit the broadside of a barn. That you want to know why the Bills were in the playoffs last year? Defense. You want to know why they lost the playoff game? Josh Allen. Yep. Um, no, just to yeah, and Josh Allen is the same Madden rating from launch that Kyler Murray is. Yeah, that's and ridiculous. That no, makes zero sense either. Um, yeah, behind Lamar is Breeze and Brady. Uh, kind of figured, even though personally, they're to me Aaron Rodgers out of the ninety club is an absolute joke. Um, I actually said Matt Ryan's an eighty-seven. I think that's fair, and I have this written down like this. Uh, there's here's some here of course is some viewer discretion to be advised. Uh, but whoever decided to rate Watson at eighty-six needs to be needs to have their ass kicked and booted out the door. <laughs> um, I think I think the entire mad what a community joke. that creates the game just needs to be kicked out of the door. But yeah, that was pretty much the I quarterback. I don't know anything about football. <laughs> right. The quarterbacks um personally, I'm telling you cuz as everyone knows Madden ratings they go up during the year telling you, I said it for real life, I said it for fantasy, I'm going to say it in Madden terms. Drew Locke is going to be a favorite quarterback for people to use the later we go on in this season. I love Drew Locke. Yeah, I'm excited for him. 
Dude, uh, I'm more definitely I'm more excited for well. Kyler Murray. I'm more excited for Kyler Murray because he has uh, Hopkins now. Yeah. Just just for reference, Jordan Love has a higher Madden rating than Drew Locke does. Stop. Stop that. No oh, my way. God, no. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, Mitchell Trubisky, Daniel Jones, and Andy Dalton all have a higher rating than Drew Locke. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. got to yeah. be kidding me. And Nick Foles. I'm not going to say anything about Nick Foles. He'll get up in arms if I say anything bad about Nick Foles. Uh, You can say bad stuff about Nick Foles now, just not in the past. (laughs) Drew Locke has the same rating as Dwayne Haskins, Gardner Minshew, and is one overall better than Joe Flacco and Tyrod Taylor. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Joe Flacco's a free agent. (laughs) you got to love Madden, don't you? (laughs) Um, oh, uh, and just for uh, quarterbacks, first round, Joe, Joe Burrow's a seventy-six, which is fair. Um, I think he has superstar development from the gate. Spoiler Ash. alert! Sorry, everyone. Um, two was a seventy-three. Um, Herbert's like seventy-two, seventy-one, isn't he? Or is he seventy? He is seventy on the dot. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jordan Love has a higher overall than Justin Herbert does as well. I'm not a fan of the Jalen Hurts ranking. I'm not a fan of it. What is he a 68? Yes. That makes sense. It's a, it's a little low. Yeah, I mean, I give low. him a 70, but that I, I I think a 70 shows what he should be. But I'm not really going to complain because he's not our starting quarterback. So. Um, yeah. Well, no, we ain't getting into that debate. I ain't trying to start. Yeah, fights. I, I don't. I don't. We don't need to do that. Um, Joe, Joe Burrow is superstar. Uh, Justin Herbert and Tua both have star. Um, but yeah, it's basically the quarterbacks. Um, like I said, I think that Kyler Murray is a name to watch going into the year. Drew Locke is a name to watch going into the year. There's just anyone in fantasy or real life or anyone that puts any faith and any player on the Washington Football Club, I'm sorry I had to do it, needs to stop. <laughs> I think that's politically correct, though. Yes. Because they don't technically have a name anymore. Yeah, that is... But, which is extremely funny, because if you go to their Twitter handle, it's still the Redskins. If you still Google search it, it comes up as the Redskins. Yeah, and it probably will until... hey. Don't you all Madden fans love that they're going to be a generic Washington template until they come up with a name? <laughs> right. There he is. I'm looking for, like, all white uniforms. All, 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 here's all I'm going to say, and I'm not going to really get into this much just because it's too much politics, but, man, I thought the New York Knicks were the worst franchise in professional sports. Boy, was I wrong. Right. Fifteen those, people. Those, um, Fifteen people. Pictures you sent me of the. Um, it was like those white. I think it was the wolves or something. Or, the, red, the red wolves. Yeah, yeah, those were awesome. I really hope they do those. I'm really. I like. Dude. Yeah. I like those. Um. Now we're gonna go into. Tell me, we're gonna go to yours for the wide receivers. Good. Good. All God. right. I'm going to let you go first. Uh, We're just going to let you go with this one, buddy. Because, (laughs) as I said a bit ago, you know my feelings on Michael Thomas, so go ahead. (laughs) Um, So, when I I 
I chose this topic, um, I really wanted to focus on the first three um, and then kind of transition to the um, later uh, ranked uh, wide receivers. So the first three, it's Michael Thomas at 99, DeAndre Hopkins at 98, Julio Jones at 97. Um, first on Michael Thomas, it's hard to argue that oh, no. he didn't produce the Tell me, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Carl's face right now is making me going to spit out my drink. <laughs> I just looked at the list for the first time myself, and I about just died, okay? All right. Yeah. <laughs> don't be sorry. Sorry. This is, this is why I picked the topic. This is That's exactly why I picked the topic. Um, but yeah, it's kind of hard to argue that he didn't produce last season, but we know why he produced. He had 149 um, receptions, but was targeted 189 times. Um, far more than anyone in the league um, and started all 16 games but for his career he had he has 470 receptions for 5,512 yards compared to DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones um, Julio Jones has 797 reception yards for 12,125 yards and um, I think and I know Big E agrees because I don't know who Carl thinks but I think Julio Jones is the number one receiver in the league. Um, Easy, I think he has hands been. down, not even close. But he's never. The thing is, he's never received higher than a ninety-eight. So, like, he's never been ninety-nine, which makes zero it's sense to joke. me. It's a joke. Um, but yeah, Thomas, and I know it's based on I guess last season, which I guess I can understand. But just with the Saints tweeting that he's the best in the game, it's just not true at all it's, it's see here's here, here's too. the thing don't you love how how don't you love how they're triggered by the falcons post about holio that they make their own putting like four pictures of why yeah. mt is the best they're crying just like he does he's a diva but i i don't even think he's second best i think he's third best i think hopkins is too because i'm pretty sure it was the 2018, 2017, 2018 season. He didn't drop a pass. Um, it was it was 2018. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and with Hopkins, I have to give him credit. He came in the league in 2014, and he didn't have a good quarterback till 2017 when he, when they drafted Deshaun Watson. I'm pretty sure they had like Matt Shaw, um, Matt Shaw, Brock uh, Osweiler. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I know, right? And he still put up numbers, um, but. Yeah, um, even and then he's had a career uh, with 632 receptions for 8,602 yards. And even though they've played longer than Michael Thomas, um, it's on, Julio's only played three more years than him, and I think Hopkins only played one more year than him. And they're still their numbers still are like way better than uh, Thomas. But like like y'all were saying earlier, he's. I mean, Drew Brees just throws it to him all the time. Like, so of course he's going to have if he has if he throws it to him 189 times in the season. Of course he's going to lead the league in receptions. He didn't drop a lot, which I got do got to respect. But they didn't run deep routes or anything like that. Um, so yeah, the Michael Thomas 99 thing that ain't my thing. Um, I don't. I have 100 percent disagree with it. Um, look, I, look, I'm going to go off one thing. If you ask me, the 99 club this year, I would only put. Personally, I would only – you take out Michael Thomas, I get why Donald's there. I get it. But to me, Stephon Gilmore easily deserves it. He won Defensive Player of the Year as a corner. 
And then, and then, and then you have the two. Then you have Mahomes and McCaffrey. The ar- arguments aren't needed there, but I don't know. I just I I, I agree a hundred percent. Slant route king, and I don't care how people can give me hate on it all they want. I know he can only run the route, so they tell him to run. But I'm not denying that he's a great receiver. To me, I agree. Delby hundred percent. He's number three in and on my list behind Hopkins and Julio, but. The dude is about as bad as Antonio Brown. He never shuts up. The only wide receiver that I personally think is more of a diva than Michael Thomas is Stephon Diggs. Fair. That man complains everything. I don't think he should. And in all honesty, I I think Adam Thielen is better than Stephon Diggs. I I really do. I agree. Which Uh, is something I'm going to get into in a minute. Which is something I'm going to get into in a minute about Stephon Diggs because he's on this list too. I'm just going to throw a just throw a uh, an overall stat out there. Odell Beckham has 67 throw power. Okay. If you ever like, I'm pretty sure the guy that won the Madden tournament this year won and never threw a pass. He had a punter at quarterback. Oh no! This is actually funny. A funny story that I had playing Madden a couple years ago. I was playing in with Chicago and I was in the Super Bowl, right? Uh-oh. You got first off Herbert goes down. I drafted him. Herbert's out. Then Trubisky gets hurt, and I have no other quarterback on the roster. So I have my kicker leading me to a Super Bowl championship on all Madden difficulty. Imagine. That's great. Imagine. But yeah, um, with I, I just I agree. Michael Thomas ninety nine. Nah, I don't think so. Um, he's also tied for the slowest wide receiver in the top 10. Imagine that. Yeah. At only 89. No, With Devontae Adams. That. Yeah, and if I see that's up for debate too. I yeah. read Devontae Adams. Um, I think 98 would be where he's at. Um, I, I would, if you don't want to have a 99 receiver, just put all three of them in 98. Call bang, bang, yeah, bang, bang. I agree. They should have done that. All three should be in 98. But again, I take Julio. And yes, I'm, think, I'm about to probably even, trigger some Saints fans, but I don't care. Before, before you say something, I even think Tyreek Hill could possibly even be at 97, 98. That guy is going to be a weapon. And yes. that 99 speed and 99 acceleration. Yep. So here's my thing. You got that, but then you don't want to get Mahomes 99 throw power. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which, to be fair, 99 throw power with that would be one of the most unstoppable connections in Madden history. But, um, so, basically, if you use the Saints in Madden, and all you do is run short slant routes all day with Michael Thomas, you are, one, doing what the Saints do in real life, and two, you're probably going to win, because if you give the man the ball 20 times, 20, ta- 20 catches for 200-something yards and multiple touchdowns, you're more than likely going to win. But more than likely, that's how Saints fans probably play as the Saints because that's all they know. They don't know how to run any of the routes. Um, I just, yeah. Also, we'll get to the team ratings in a bit. The fact that the Saints are the best-rated team in Madden is a damn joke. Again. A joke. A joke. Um, but we'll get to that in a bit. All right. Four through ten. Um, top five is rounded out by Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. Tyreek Hill, all you gotta all you gotta do is run double move routes and you're gonna have touchdowns for days. Um 
Me personally, and I learned this a lot playing in the All Madden League with Carl and his friend Jordan. It gets to the point, if you're getting beat deep all the time, I will go back and play free safety manually and take that away from you. It's like, I ain't getting burned by this no more. <laughs> yep. Then I'll just run the ball 45 times. <laughs> hey, Carl, do you remember our first game we played and McCaffrey had that run? Oh, I just want to talk about that. <laughs> I almost broke a controller that night. <laughs> Tell me, the man was down, glitches back to his feet, and scores. <laughs> like my whole team, all eleven. I know you were mad. I know you were mad. Broke controller. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tyreek and Devontae. Tyreek's got the crazy speed and acceleration that we've talked about, and Devontae Adams, literally the only guy Aaron Rodgers has, because that franchise doesn't want to put him with any weapons, and instead takes a quarterback that's going to replace him. Um. Yep. Speed. Uh. Then. The top ten is rounded out by Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Diggs, Keenan Allen, and OBJ. Uh, I think Tyreek should be up to a 97. Adams, uh, 94-95. Cooper, I think, needs to go up a rating myself. But Stephon Diggs, honestly, I'm shocked he's in the top ten. I'm shocked. I'm shocked he's in front of Thielen. People can say what they want about OBJ, but look. OBJ last year was on a team that was the worst coach team that I've ever seen. Browns couldn't coach save their damn lives last year. So OBJ should be ahead of Diggs. Me personally, I personally, if it was to me, I wouldn't have Stephon Diggs in my top ten in Madden receivers. Uh, Dude, no. I think well, first with that, I think Keenan Allen is really good. I think I. I think he's a really good receiver. I don't think he gets enough respect. But I also think, um, what was I going to do? Um, I think uh, Chris Chris um, Godwin should be maybe even at a ninety. I think. I mean, he just tore it up last season. So. Okay. And another guy, I definitely definitely think Allen Robinson needs to be enough. Yes, Alan Robinson. The of the, he's their offense, really. Like, he's the only thing they have. Yeah. Yep. You know, also, speaking of Chicago, and I've talked about this before, but do you know what people aren't understanding? One, Nick Foles will be starting for that team in the first three weeks. Second of all, people want to bring up the fact that Nick Foles has had zero success outside of Philadelphia, which they're not wrong. But, um, Carl, who's the coach of the Chicago Bears? Matt Nagy. Who was Philadelphia's offensive coordinator when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's... Matt, yeah. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Same system. But let I, me say this. Matt Nagy's play calling last year was horrific. And it I mean was. Horrific. It, it was, was terrible. Not get me Dang. wrong. Uh, but... There's a difference between, I think... I'm not saying Foles is going to have Philadelphia Eagles 2017 success because that's not happening. But they don't have to do much because Chicago's got a top-five defense on the other side. And, let's see, we already have Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks. Let's just go out and take Robert Woods from Dallas who had ten-and-a-half sacks last year. Dude, I think their biggest problem, though, is... Of course, they're quarterback, but I also think they struggle with their run game. I don't oh. think they have a true running, uh, easily. A true running they back. They have issues back there. 
Oh, and they have like eleven tight ends on the roster. That too. Crafted <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, yeah, but I, I, of course, agree on the Allen Robinson thing. The fact that he's not a 90, to me, is kind of a joke. To me, it feels like they just got super lazy with these wide receiver rankings. I think they did, too. Because there's, like, 10 or 11 guys between 88 or 89 and 85. By the way, Juju Smith-Schuster's only an 86. That's a joke. Carl, Carl, what do you think of the T.Y. Hilton rating? I personally think he's too high. Okay. He's... T.Y. just... He's lost his explosiveness over the last couple of years. I think it has a lot to do with his injury history. And he's he gets hurt at least once a year. I, I just personally think he's a little too high. I think Julian Edelman and Emmanuel Sanders are also a little too high, too. Um, but Tyler Lockett's fine. Chris Godwin could go up some. Um, AJ Green, I think 88's fair for where he is in his career. I mean, coming off injury at 30 is kind of tough. And then I just um, keep going. Sorry, let me interrupt you. Oh, you're good. And then Cooper Cup at 89, which is which is fair. Um, so I did, I had just looked at the second page for the first time, and I oh my, yeah, I just saw it too. Looking through, um, Devontae Parker is not an 84. He, sh- I think he's higher. I, I really do. I don't think he's an 84. Kenny, Gallagher. I don't think he's, I don't think he's like an 88 or nothing like that. But I think I'd say 86 for sure. Kenny Galladay's not on the first page. That's no stop. That's look. I'm gonna say this last year in fantasy, Carl. I didn't have the best record in your league, but Kenny Galladay was getting me 20 points a week in fantasy every single week. Yeah. You guys are telling me that Marvin Jones is one overall less than Kenny Galladay. They're on the same team. Watch the tape. Oh, okay. Okay. Kenny Galladay, man, one of them, along with Allen Robinson, is two of the best, two of the most underrated wide receivers in the league that don't get enough credit. I'm telling you, you give Detroit Matthew Stafford for an entire season, one, Stafford's going to be in the MVP race, and two, Detroit might be looking at a seventh spot in the wild card. But... Hey, Delby, how do you you feel about Alshon Jeffrey at this point? Um, I... I'm going to be honest, I don't... I don't think he's an 84. I think he's lower, just a little. Yeah. Uh, Just based on... Last year, well, he was injured for a majority of the year, too. But I just think since since we won the Super Bowl, his production has gone down significantly. So I don't think he's an 84. Maybe I'd give him an, anywhere from an 80 to 82. But Yeah. I, I definitely agree. And then, Ian, you've got DJ Moore at 85. And That's fair. The fact that DJ's only one above Robbie Anderson is kind of a joke to me. Like, I like Robbie, but I think he should be lower, like, 83-82, personally. The fact that DJ, and yes, he's got to get his touchdown rates up, but let's be fair, the man had Kyle Allen throwing him the ball last year, and he still had over 1,000 yards. So, I think we might finally actually have a wide receiver one for the first time in over a decade. Right. 
Also, and, and I've stated this before, this is the best receiving core we've had in 10, 15 years, and we didn't give Cam this receiving core. But right. so that's another thing for another day. Um, how do you guys feel about Henry Ruggs being the highest-rated rookie receiver? Uh, No. I don't, now, I don't know how to feel about it. Now, do I personally think his speed should be the highest? Yes. Dude's quick. But the fact you mean to tell me he's above Jerry Judy? Yes, stop that. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no way. The weird thing to me is that they gave Judy Lamb and Henry Ruggs all superstar development out of the game. Which, I mean, it's fine. But I definitely feel like Jerry Judy probably deserves to be higher than him. I think C.D. Lamb deserves to be higher than him, personally. I agree. And then you have Justin Jefferson at a 74 as well, so. Uh, oh, what? Jalen Rager, 73. That was my Ooh, next he's question. He's 73? Yeah. Jalen Rager. What's his speed? 73, let me see. Um, I was looking, and then I lost it. Jalen Rager, wide receiver, TCU. 73. Oh, my goodness. Why is there so many receivers in the league? Jalen Rager, 73 overall, 93 speed, 92 Excel. Yes, sir. He's fast, dude. I'm going to tell you one thing. I was kind of iffy on the pick at first because they passed on Justin Jefferson, but I think they might have made the right decision. I, I, When they picked him, I like looked, looked up his highlights as soon as I found out. and He just didn't have a quarterback in college, so he's... And he's I like Justin Jefferson, but you got to remember who was throwing him the ball last year. Right, exactly. One of the greatest and, and college and quarterbacks of all time. Let's just and I say all time because that year was ridiculous. Rager Rager fits our system more than I think Jefferson would have. How do you, how, how do you feel they'll be that Jalen Rager has the same rating as JJ Arcega Whiteside? Uh, Arcega. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't well, know. Whiteside. Look, I of course like Whiteside, but the man went to Stanford. Smart guy. Very smart guy. Very smart dude. But you both know it is no secret how I feel about the Stanford football team. Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> and if Philly... They don't even use Whiteside. It annoys me because in college, Stanford would literally get on the goal line... Hike, strap back, look, fade route. Yes. Just throw it up yep. and Arcega Whiteside yeah. could just box people out. I don't know why they don't do that in Philly, but. Dude, I. The I man is a tank. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think Whiteside having the same as Ragor, I get it because Ragor is, you know, rookie. But I think as the season goes on, he'll go up. Um, He has. Dark. Star development out of the gate, so that's a plus. Good. My whole issue thing, and I will say this before we get to the running backs, and this is where the most issues are. Um, I'm just gonna call it face the franchise because I don't know the name for Men 21's new thing they're doing this year. They've added a few college teams and stuff. They, I really hope they fix the drafting teams thing. Because getting drafted by the Dolphins and the Broncos and the Raiders, it was just three teams, mostly the Dolphins. Yeah, I just hope they open that up a little. purposely did terrible. Yeah. 
So, I, I, it looks like it's done a little better. It looks like it's not just story and then back in the franchise mode. It actually looks like it's going to extend through the whole concept, which is good. So, it's got promise. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, but, let's get to the running backs. This so, is where we're going to have dude, some problems. When I saw this today, because I, I, I didn't see them until I was looking out today. This is the worst list out of the three that we've talked about. It's it's bad. Yeah, this is the first time I've actually sat down and looked at the whole list put together. Oh my goodness! All right, running backs. Um, we can all both agree if you've played Madden in the last two to three years that you want to know how easy it is to run the ball. Snap your fingers. It is so easy to run the football. How dare you insult my Madden playing like that? <laughs> I'm not insulting, and I'm just saying you. Do- it's very easy. It is. It's very Just easy. so y'all get an understatement, in Carl and I's Madden League that we had with a friend of ours, it was a fantasy draft. He had Joe Mixon and I had McCaffrey. We both ran for over 2,000 yards and both broke the, all t- the all-season rushing record. Uh, yeah, Delby. I had like 2,300 rushing yards and 30-some-odd touchdowns one MVP with Joe Mixon. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I had well, – no, what was funny is – the numbers between McCaffrey and Mixon, the rushing numbers, were eight yards apart. Like, th- that's the point. Um, basically, if you have a good line, Colts, Dallas, Patriots, etc., or an elite back, you run dives, power rows, counters, you're usually going to get positive plays. And what I don't understand is watching people on the one-yard line trying to run the ball up the middle three times. You've got to do sweeps. And you've got to do tosses. Now I know sometimes they don't work. That's just the it's it's a game. But the half toss is the most overpowered play on yeah. the goal. Oh, yeah. It's so OP. Um basically if you have McCaffrey, Kamara, Barkley, or Zeke, especially I mean I'm using those four as an example. If you get um if you're using McCaff any of those four I just mentioned, if you get the edge on a linebacker or a corner on the outside, you're going to get 30, 40 yards. It's so easy to run the football. Um, so here we go with the running back rankings. The group is led by my team's yours truly, Christian McCaffrey with the 99. No argument needed. So, does someone want to tell me why... Derrick Henry is the second rated running back in Madden with a 93. Okay, someone want to tell me, and don't be shaking his head because he knows where I'm about to go with this. How in the hell that Saquon Barkley is not the second rated running back in the National Football League Madden ratings? You have got to be you, kidding I just me. Want you to look who's in front of him, and it makes it even worse. Yeah. Yeah, okay, oh, let me go through that real quick. So, my, Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry, he is right behind him. Zeke is at the three spot. Zeke's where he belongs. Zeke is where he belongs. I personally think it's too low. His like, I think he should be third, but I think 92 is too low. Um. So you want me to tell me that Nick Chubb, who's had about a good season and a half, and Dalvin Cook, who's had one really good season and can't stay, can't stay healthy, 
is better than Saquon Barkley, who single-handedly has carried the Giants organization on his back for the last two years, missed three games last year, and still ran for over a thousand yards. Saquon should be a ninety, should be a ninety-seven, ninety-eight. That's me. Yes. What do y'all think? I... Go ahead. Dude. I would give him a ninety-eight. Um, I would give Zeke a ninety-five, ninety-six. Um, oh, Boone would be so proud of you. I know he would. Um, I guess Nick. I I have Dalvin Cook in front of Nick Chubb. Um, I think Joe Mixon's also too high. Um, the thing with Nick Chubb to me is, is that if you look down the list, his backup is literally six spots lower. Than him. Yep. Um. Alvin Kamara is too low. At least he should be in front of Joe Mixon. The thing about this is that when the initial leaks came out, Saquon was only at 89. Yeah. They buffed him two overall overnight because everybody complained about it. They're still complaining. I don't understand how you could do that, though. Like, how could you make him an 89? Right. That literally puts him behind Aaron Jones and on the same level as Joe Mixon. And here's the thing. Aaron Jones... He had second most touchdowns in the league last year behind McCaffrey. That's going to be a drop-off. And most people don't realize that it doesn't matter in Madden, but in real life, Aaron Jones is a small guy. Yes. Like, Aaron Jones is 5'9". Yeah. Yeah. My whole issue is the fact is how can you look at Saquon Barkley's tape the last two years in New York where he has been the only reliable player on that entire team and say, oh, he's only going to be an 89. Oh, wait, we screwed up. 91? Like, are you serious? You can't screw it. They screwed up twice, dude. I don't know how. I I, I can't. I don't know. I think it's worse the fact that they actually just made him a 91. And you know, the really bad part about all of it is the fact I'm I I actually have a few friends of mine that are Giants fans and we get on each other we we pretty much argue on a daily basis about the McCaffrey Saquon thing which that's the only debate I will have as far as the best running back in the league if it's with anyone else I will push you to the side cuz you're not worth my time Here's here's and I think here's the thing to cuz I was trying to understand this earlier I think they do a lot of it based on, like, prior years, which I hate, but, like, I guess they kind of have to do it. But even with that, Saquon still had a great, like, year, even though any missed, what, three games with a high ankle sprain? Only three. Yeah. Like Big E said the other day. So I just, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't understand how Nick Chubb's in front of him or even Michael Elliott. Just, Going into, um, I, oh, I I said, whoever at EA decided that ranking Saquon Barkley a ninety one needs to be replaced and fired. I um, I can actually agree with that. Honestly, um, when it comes when it comes to it, um, behind behind Barkley is Aaron Jones, mixing Kamara and Josh Jacobs, who I think is going to be up in the nineties by the time this year is done. Um, yes. Kamara, I could see being a little higher, and I think he's going to have a bounce back here. He'll be back in there eventually. Um, 
here would here would be my top ten if I had to do it. McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, Cook, Henry, Chubb, Jones, Kamara, Mixon, Jacobs. I can, I don't see anything terribly wrong with that at all. Who was your last one? My uh, last Biggie. one was Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, okay. I'm so proud you actually said Las Vegas because I, I would have made that mistake. I will. Yeah. You know, honestly, I've, I've been saying it. I've been saying it ever since they, ever since they actually changed all their socials to it. So, the weirdest thing about this list is that, well, besides the obvious, is that if the bottom of page, Raheem Mostert is the fastest running back in the league. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Stop. He has... Stop. Yeah. He has 95 speed, tied with the guy that they traded, Matt Breida. Oh, my. Oh, this, this is so bad. They need to change it, dude. They need to start over. At least, look, I can get, like, when you get to, like, page three and four, like, those yeah. ratings, because, like, it's kind of hard to tell, but when you get like top twenty, top twenty, or page one and page two, you you should be getting this right. Like, there's enough tape and yeah, football knowledge to know what they should be if you're hired for that job. But um, I also just want to point out something on football related real quick. It's the fact that Anthony Fauci is going to be throwing out the ceremonial first pitch of the Yankees Nationals game on Thursday. Wow. <laughs> Why is that a thing? I don't know, but um, just for anybody here, go Yankees. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's a thing. Oh, no. And also want to go into something real quick. It looks like the NFL and the NFLPA, more specifically the NFL, are finally pulling their heads out of their asses. Thank right. God. Um, as far as for training camp, they will be tested every day for the first two weeks. Their brain's going to be hurting. Um, right. And then if the percentage goes below 5% positivity rate, it'll be every other week. But that's still not enough. We still got a lot more issues to deal with. The NFL has proposed to the NFLPA we are axing all preseason games this year. I don't know why it took this long. There's no reason to be playing football that does not matter. Yep. Um, and, side note, um, of all the tests they did in the NBA bubble, no positive tests today. So that's a really good sign for sports, too. Yes. Love to hear it, dude. Love to hear I it. I love to hear it. Um, yeah, so sport. we are finally having real sports. I guess you can count MLS, which... Oh, speaking of, I actually want to get into that in a minute. Um, um, so so, wait, the odd thing is that they've been playing soccer like overseas in the Premier League in England for like the last two months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had fans like come like last week. Yeah. Well, that well that is a production of how and, how and a country NASCAR. actually should handle this pandemic, unlike ours. Well, and NASCAR did have twenty thousand fans at Bristol last week. Yeah. So that's a thing that happened. Um. But yeah. Um. I think looking back at it, you got baseball coming back this week. Uh, the Yankees, Nationals, and Dodgers and Giants, I believe, open up Thursday. Friday opens up for the remainder of the league. Um, the NBA comes back at the week after that with eight exhibition games before going into the playoffs. 
And the NHL comes back August 1st with the play-in games. And then they'll get into the round of 16 and they'll get in the Stanley Cup playoffs from there. And then football coming back. Um, this is a, a little bit of info. Um, the California, the state of California has pushed high school their high school football to December 2020 or January 2021. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I think Virginia isn't having it in the fall. No, there's no way. I, I definitely think they're going to switch fall and spring sports. Yep, I agree. Um, and there's also one little tidbit of information. Uh, I talked about this with Carl earlier. There was a report that came out yesterday that a lot of the potential first round picks in this upcoming year next year 2021 draft are considering if this goes on any further they will just say screw it and not play if there is a season in the spring and we'll be preparing for the draft in april or may next year whenever it is let me comment on that real quick i don't blame them at all i don't blame them at all but man how bad is that gonna suck tonight Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it happens and we have a season, you're going to have Ohio State without Fields, Clemson without Lawrence, Tech without Caleb Farley, Florida State without Marvin Wilson. Um, you're, I mean, it's going to be very, very interesting. You know who I think the one team that benefits from it? Alabama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they can race and repeat through that depth chart about four times. Yeah, Exactly. No, I'm not saying that Clemson can't. I don't even know who Trevor Lawrence is. But actually, oh, crap. Yes, I do. Uh, if you're wondering who Clemson's backup is, I'm not even going to pretend to say his name because I can't say it. Give me, give me a second. Uh, he is a freshman. He was a five-star freshman that picked Clemson over Oregon, and I'm still bitter about it last year. His first name is DJ. I'm not even going to go into his last name. I will not even attempt to try to butcher that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not touching that one either. Guys. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he's Clemson's backup, so they'll be fine. But, yeah, I don't know. But I they also have Chase Price, who transferred from Duke. So Chase Price transferred to UNC. No, he transferred to Duke. Oh, he did? Yep, yeah, you're right. he, he went to Duke. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't blame him at all, man. Um. I would not blame them in any way, shape, or form. You can't. You can't. Would you rather make millions or just play a football season and for no reason? Exactly. Your chances. If they do have a season anyway, guys are gonna not do that anyway. Yeah. I hope they do. Uh, I, I, me and Biggie were talking about this last night. I think if they do have one, it'll just be all conference, no fans. But if they don't, then they'll just play in the spring, which would be sick. Which would be kind of cool, but I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, just. It, it, it's very difficult because... But then you have problems that you play in the spring, too, with NFL and all that type of stuff. So. It's going to push back the entire NFL schedule yeah. for all-season programs and draft and all that stuff. But that's the least of the concerns of moving a couple of dates around, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to touch something on the Madden train, and I just... I, I, I can't. I cannot deal with this. It makes no sense. How are you going to rank the team that won the damn Super Bowl the seventh best team in the game. They won the Super Bowl. They didn't lose anybody either. Right, they're returning 20 starters from that team. They re-signed Mahomes. They re-signed Jones. Everybody else there is under contract. They drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and I just laughed when that happened. Like, did you see what um, Pastor Mahomes told Chris Jones 
Oh yeah, I saw <laughs> he it. Said, he left him some money. money on the table for you. Yeah. Jeez. I, I I don't get it. And here's my thing: Tampa Bay is above them. Oh, that. Gronk is a 95 above Zach Ertz. Get out. I can't stand that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's been eating at me all week. I was not even getting into it because I'll get too mad. <laughs> oh, Ian, don't do that. Well, I do knew that. it was coming too. It's why I said it. Oh. <laughs> I can't even speak on it. I'll get too upset. All right. <laughs> Zach Ertz, 91. Okay. Oh, since he oh, can't speak on it, and he's so close to losing it right now, I can tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it for you. The fact that Gronk is a 95 and has taken a year off is in a new system, and you gonna put him above Zach Ertz, who's been the third best tight end in the league for the past five, six seasons. I am glad that they finally realized George Kittle is better than Travis Kelsey, though. Yes, he is. At least at like, how is Gronk? Rated higher when he took a year off. I do not get it. I don't. They literally took him from Madden 19 and literally just put the same code in to Madden 21. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. after yeah. let's just move off this topic before Delby loses his <laughs> mind. Delby blows the gasket. Yeah, let's not. Uh, <laughs> when we're done out, we can say some stuff because I can't be saying nothing right now about that. Here's the thing. Actually, I'm gonna. When we end this, I'm going to end it and not end the FaceTime call because I actually want to hear your actual thoughts. Oh, of course. So, of course. sorry for the guys who don't get to hear that, but it's way too explicative. Yeah, Ian's, Ian's uh, editorial skills don't include beeps here. Nope, they do not. <laughs> now, when, of course, we get to week eight with Dallas and Philadelphia, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all going to have to deal with all the language. Um, yeah, we're going to have to. But, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Tampa Bay itself, a team that wasn't even in the playoffs last year, and yes, I understand you add Gronk at 95, that's a joke. Brady, and I get it, you have Godwin and Evans, but and then here's my thing. Buddha, I'm sorry, but you mean to tell me that the Dallas Cowboys are ranked above the Kansas City Chiefs? You gotta be kidding me. Don't even get me started on that one either. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No. Carl, the only reason I'm not putting the numbers out there is because I'm not looking at it. I don't uh, know where they're either. at. Um, but the Saints at number one and Kansas City, I think, is at seven. Is No, just stop it. The oh, team that oh. won the Super Bowl should be in the top three at minimum in the next okay, year's match. Let's Madden. go top ten real fast. New Orleans, San Francisco, Baltimore, Tampa Bay at four. God. Dallas at five. Philly at six, Kansas City seven, Indianapolis eight. I, I love Philly, but Philly should not be above Kansas City trees. Pittsburgh. None of these teams you've been named. Sorry. And at ten, worst team coming into the season is Miami. Whoa, I thought it would be Jacksonville. Well, Jacksonville's actually twenty-seven. Y'all are behind Jacksonville, Ian. Ah, uh, <laughs> is what it is. It goes Miami, Washington, Detroit at 30, which is so weird. Um, Carolina, 29, New York Jets, 28, Jacksonville, 27, and the New York Giants at 26. So the NFC East has two teams in the top six and two teams below 26. That's all, that's all you need to know about the that's NFC East. Valid. That's all you need to know. Yes. Um. Yeah. I I like Philly, but no. 
Um, I understand. To be fair, can't knock the Saints out of the top five entirely. And so, who's the best team? The Chiefs, easily. Yeah, they should be. They should be. I do agree. I, I would put Baltimore at two in front of San Francisco. Agreed. Look, yeah, people can say what they want, but let me just say, 49ers, if you literally think Javon Kinlaw is going to come in here and produce at the same level right off the bat as DeForest Buckner did, get out. <laughs> DeForest Buckner is going to cause absolute havoc in the AFC, in the AFC with Indianapolis. I can't believe that y'all only had to trade a first-round pick to get that man. Right. The only reason we had to trade only a first-round pick is because we had to pay him. Yeah. To be fair, he's worth it, though. I mean... But we had, like, $120 million in cap room just sitting there, so yeah. why not? Um, yeah, I think getting yeah. DeForest Buckner was a big, big need because y'all defensively haven't been bad, but... We also have the most expensive offense in the league. That I, I hey oh I, I guess that's what happens when you sign Philip Rivers to a twenty five million dollar deal and you're still paying Jacoby percent like sixteen million dollars. Yep. Oh, and then there's the fact of Ty, and then oh wait, you don't have any other receivers after that. Uh-huh. Um, Michael Pittman. Here is the thing that's gonna come though. Thank God y'all got a lot of cap room because the Colts are gonna be making Quentin Nelson the highest paid offensive lineman in league history. Oh yeah, as he deserves to be. He's the best lineman in the league. Um, Touch on that. He's only a 94 in Madden, by the way. That's a joke. Yeah, only a 94. Stop that. Oh, I want to get to something real quick. Delby, how do you feel about Jason Peters coming back to Philly and not playing left tackle? I'm I'm nervous about it. I think when we lost uh, Brooks, Brooks, we – it was – Knife in the heart for sure, because oh, for sure. Good God, I mean, but I mean, I think bringing um, Peters back was really good because he's a veteran. He's, he's st- I think he's still pretty good, even though he's older. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm excited to see what they do because um, the biggest thing is just protecting Carson Wentz so he doesn't get hurt. But yeah, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about it for sure. I I hated that we lost Brooks. So um, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. It really is because I, I. But I'd I'd say I'm nervous about it for sure. They're more than optimistic. So so is that going to put Andre Dillard and Isaac Sayamalu on the left side? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you still have Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. So yeah, I think we'll be fine. Um. My old thing is it's like, man, Quentin Nelson and y'all got y'all's linemen. This must be nice to have superstar offensive linemen, man. It must be nice. <laughs> uh, Quentin Nelson is the fifth highest rated offensive lineman in the league. He's number one. Zach Martin. Okay, that's fair. Zach um, Martin. David Bakhtiari. Mitchell Schwartz. Teron Armstead is the one that kind of looked me a little bit. Quentin Nelson should be number one or number two on that list. I agree. Oh, God. Oh, also another thing. Um, Harrison Smith being the highest rated safety in the league at 95. Uh, Jamal uh, Adams is the best safety in the league in my opinion, and he's only, what, a 92 or something like that? Yeah. 
That's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's what a joke. goes through these people's minds, man? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, like, I, I, really I, don't know. I don't get it. Like, I don't know what goes through these people's heads. Um, oh, hold on. I was looking something up. Oh, my. I will... Okay. Deron Armstead is 6'5", 304 pounds. They gave him an 80 speed rating. What? What's it? Can you look up his 40? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and 80, he's faster than some low-end wide receivers. That's... What? What, what, what? Why? Okay, to be fair, at 306 pounds, the man ran a 4.7. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) You gotta respect that, but not no 80 speed. No, a 4.7. So, hey, do you know those... uh, Do you know those plays on Madden where those... Those play action powers where they put offensive linemen at the tight end position all the time. Yeah. They should do that with him. And they always drop wide open passes. I noticed that too. My God. You know, low key in um in Madden franchise, if you go to your gold line package, just sum out all your tight ends and put linemen there, you'll score almost every time. <laughs> yeah. Um No another like I just I don't know, man. Now here's the thing. Oh, hey, you want to know what Madden's biggest issue is? The people that make the game. Beside them. Yes. Oh. Well, it kind of ties into them. As everyone on Twitter has put under every EA post for the last three weeks, hashtag fix Madden franchise. God. Oh, my. That whole thing needs just a relift and a redesign. It's been bad for years. Yeah. But... We have talked about here for over an hour about Madden, most of it in a negative way, but what are we all going to do on August 25th or through August 28th? We're going to buy it. Buy Madden? Yep. And then Carl's going to do it twice. Yeah. I love football too much. I love football too much not to buy it. Oh, yeah, right. I agree. Does your boy switch into Xbox this holiday? So. Which means. Better. Which so. means. Which means Carl is getting a mic so he can hear what really goes on behind the scenes with the with, with the, the boys' chats. You have oh, no idea. You have no idea. Lane Johnson has 79 speed. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you serious? That's the thing ever. I can't hate on it, though, because, man, that makes my team better. Right. But, no, there's no way. Yeah, he ran a four seven two, so I guess their their ratings. Yeah, are... I don't get that. <laughs> but it still doesn't make sense. Maybe they're doing their ratings based on their position, so they're, it's maybe higher, like you were saying. But yeah, I don't know about that though. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. Um, yeah, like I said, we didn't really touch on it that much, but yeah, Aaron Donald's the best defensive lineman in the league. Yeah. McDonald's the best football player in the league. This, this. No, he's not. He's top five, but he's not one. Who's your one? Who's your one, Biggie? My one? Come on, bro. (laughs) Come on, don't you dare. Don't you dare say that. Dude, I'll hang up right now. (laughs) 
I'm just messing with you. <laughs> no, I would respect it if you did. Yeah, I, I probably would too. But yeah, uh, I think Aaron Donald's top three. Oh, another thing about defensive ends I want to put up uh, put up about Khalil Mack's way too low. Um, Madden needs to realize that defensive end and outside standing outside linebacker are different positions. Oh, that Brian Burns being at seventy eight. They need to learn that off-ball linebackers and defensive ends are completely different things. Yep. They are. <laughs> they do different things. Yeah, um, because you can't have Vaughn Miller and, like, Brent Warner, who are, I think, both outside linebackers playing at the same, being scaled the same way. You can't do that. Yep. No. Well, we might do something like this again, but this was fun. Don't hang up, guys, because I want to hear your actual opinion. But that's going to do it all for us today on the Boys Podcast Episode 8 of a lot of Madden stuff. Uh, We'll probably get to another one next week. I know I keep saying this every week, but maybe we'll actually have a whole group here next week. And we might do another Madden thing. Because, of course, Nerf Buddha has his own opinions. Um, But that is going to do it for episode eight that's carl that's delby this is biggie we will see y'all next time the boys instagram twitter facebook at boys the podcast we'll see y'all next time